Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. Today we're in Luke 15, and I'm so happy to get into this chapter because it's so deep, so full of God's love, and it's a classic, I would say. One of those chapters you come back to again and again, one of those chapters you sing about, one of those chapters that sometimes brings you to tears because of the story of this sinner coming back to God. Actually, three stories of being found by God's love, saving love. And let's start with verse 1. In verse 1, we see tax collectors and sinners coming to Jesus and drawing near to him to hear him. And Jesus, this is what he did. He spoke to sinners, to tax collectors, to publicans, not the best of people, right? These people were ones who were despised, looked down upon. They weren't the best of people. But this is who Jesus wanted to speak to. This is who Jesus wanted to save. This is who he came for. He came for sinners. We're told this in 1 Timothy 1.15. If you read that verse, 1 Timothy 1.15, you see that Paul, the great apostle Paul, says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, to save sinners. And he says, of whom I am foremost. He considered himself the foremost sinner. And if you know his background, before he was the apostle, he was Saul of Tarsus, a murderer. He was involved in the killing of many believers. So he realized the saving love of God is tremendous even to save such a one like Saul. This is encouraging. This is touching that Jesus came to save sinners. You see in the next verse here, a contrast, because you have the Pharisees and scribes. They come and they murmur like they usually would do in in the Gospels. And they're murmuring, sort of accusing, why does Jesus eat? with sinners and tax collectors? Why does he welcome them? And, you know, you can judge them and say why why they do this, but many times we're like this. I am like this. I don't think everyone can be saved. I look at someone on the street or anyways, you meet people, you're like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's kind of a hard case for God to save this one. Well, that is a lack of love and a lack of God's heart in us. I feel I don't have the loving heart of God to realize he wants to save that sinner. Even the foremost of sinners, the top sinners he wants to save. What a loving God. What a saving love. So as a response to them, to the Pharisees, Jesus tells these three parables beginning with verse 3 and on to show the saving love of the triune God, right? So we have first the son as a shepherd, then we have the spirit as a woman seeking a coin, and then thirdly, we have the father as this certain man with two sons. And in each of these cases, you see a different aspect of God's love, and it actually all works together. We experience all three. First, we experience the redemption of the son, then the seeking of the spirit, Eventually, it brings us back to the Father's house. There's so much here. You have to get into it, spend time in this chapter. But I just want to focus with the time we have left with the last story, beginning in verse 11, 
the certain man with two sons. And you might be familiar with this story of the prodigal son who asks his father to give him the share of his inheritance. And he leaves his house and he squanders, he wastes his inheritance, living dissolutely, coming to a point where he has nothing and he has to be forced to feed and eat with hogs. You imagine that. Feed and eat with the hogs, the pigs. And this was his condition after wasting the father's inheritance. And this is us many times. We are, spiritually speaking, we come to a point where we're feeding with the hogs. And our reaction is like the son many times in verse 19. He is making up his mind to go back to his father and tell him, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. He thought maybe if I go and I work for my father and I, I'm a servant, I would live better. And he was right. But, you know, this is our reaction many times. We're there away from God in a pitiful situation. Our reaction is to do something. We need to work something out to regain God's favor, regain his love. And is this the father's heart? Well, just read verse 20. Verse 20 is so sweet. This is the father's heart. Verse 20, And he rose up, the son, and came to his own father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion. Can you just picture the scene for a second? The father was outside waiting for the son, hoping he would come back. And he sees him from a long way off and he runs to him with open arms and kisses him. And this is the Father's heart. Whenever we turn, even we make a small turn, a little turn, just slightly turn our heart to him and say, Lord, I want to come back to you. His love is always there to receive us. And not only that, but he, in verse 22, gives him the best robe. And you need to get into this. What is the best robe? That's Christ. And then in verse 23, the fattened calf. What is the fattened calf? That's also Christ. Christ is our robe of righteousness and he is the calf, the lamb of God to feed us. And then we're happy. We're merry. We're back in the father's house. Well, I hope we touch a little bit of the saving love of God in this chapter and you come back to it again and again. Okay, keep enjoying the Bible.